friends, and good afternoon or morning or evening or whenever you're listening to this. Um, welcome to episode one. This is the Voice of Somebody podcast. This is actually something that I've wanted to do for quite some time, but it's one of those things where I just never really got a chance to do it. But we're starting off with a bang because finally doing this. I said I was going to do it, and I'm going to do it. So um, normally I would have guest hosts on. I'm definitely going to have a lot of guest hosts on. But today I felt like it would have been kind of inconsiderate for me to have people on and have them tell their stories but not have me tell my own story. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm just going to take some time, just kind of introduce myself, let you guys know where I come from, and then in the future, we'll have other people share their stories as well. So, super excited. But, that being said, let me start with me. So, my name is, as people may know me all across the interwebs, I'm known as DJ Starion. My name is actually Francisco. I'm in my late 30s. I live in what has been rainy Tampa, Florida. Been over here. A few years now. I'm originally from Chicago, uh, from a small suburb in the northwest suburbs called Hanover Park. It was a very, it's a very interesting suburb, that's for sure. Pretty small, kind of, it was nice because it was kind of close to downtown. It was like maybe 45 minutes by train. No, actually no, it'd be closer to an hour by train, about 45 minutes by car. Wasn't too bad, so. Now, why did I start this? So, I started this because I wanted to, I guess, share, you know, share stories. Like, today is just going to be me sharing my story. But I'm going to have other people on from all different walks of life. Like, from wrestling, from entertainment, from gaming. Pretty much every every medium, I guess. And I want to tell stories like I want to have them share their experiences like their struggles their accomplishments and kind of why they do what they do how they got there because hopefully maybe that will influence somebody else to kind of do their thing you know because I feel like at the end of the day a little you know motivation a little inspiration doesn't hurt so, hence why the name I chose, The Voice of Somebody, because that's me. Like, I'm not, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a famous person. I'm just me. And I'm just, I'm just putting my voice out there. So, hence the name, The Voice of Somebody. So, now, like I said, my goal with this podcast is just going to be to share share experiences, and hopefully you guys get something good out of this. Now, when I when I do future shows, everybody that I have on, I'm going to ask them a lot of the same questions. That way, as if you're listening to this progressively, like if you're listening to a couple episodes at a time, which I hopefully would think you would, because that would be amazing, um, you can kind of compare like how 
how did this person get to how they are? How did this person, you know, how did that person? So, you know, you can, you can kind of compare. So the first thing I would probably ask someone, which is actually something that I picked up on, on the radio. When I was in Chicago, there was a show that I used to listen to. It was called, uh, it was a, sta- well, actually, no, it was a station called Sporting News Radio. And Sporting News Radio, they had a show on there. They would play it overnight, but it was from a host named David Stein. And it was a celebration of life through sports. It was a sports talk show. But the first thing that he would ask is, tell me something good that's happened in your life. So I kind of I, I really really like that. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start with that. So I guess a better way to start would be with me. Now, with me, I went back to work after kind of a four month hiatus, which I will get into later as to why that happened. And I just recently celebrated my two year anniversary with my company. So. I think that's that's definitely something, you know, something to celebrate, especially since it's a job that I absolutely love. Actually, at this point, I probably wouldn't even call it a job. I would definitely call it a career because a lot of my talents are being used. Not just talents, because I work in customer service. You know, I talk to people every day over the phone. I talk to maybe like, I don't know, 40 to 50 people a day over the phone. And I I love it. You wouldn't you wouldn't think so, but I actually do. A lot of it has to do with our customer base. But if you know me outside of the internet, or you know me from work, or you know just from life in general, you know what I do, and you know you would know why I love it. Now, let's take a step back. Let's go. I don't know, maybe thirty years. Let's go 30 years back. I was growing up, living with my parents. Grew up in a, well, I grew up in a mostly a single family household, or not a single family household, but a single parent household, I should say. Um, my mom was always there for me. Uh, my dad was too when he could. Um, my mom and my dad didn't have like the best relationship. Because my dad, he was, he was one of those guys, like, he, I mean, he drank a lot, which is probably why I don't drink as much now, because I don't want to get to the point that he was at, but him and my mom, like I said, they didn't have the best relationship. Even me growing up, and me trying to, like, make plans with him when they were divorced, and just trying to see him was tough sometimes like especially when I was like 13 14 and obviously I couldn't drive he lived like an hour away he would always say he would come over and visit and you know a lot of times he never did it would be rare when he did and when he did you know we had some good times you know like we'd go to baseball games we'd go you know or he would just you know, hang out and chill with us for a while, which is, you know, which was nice. But me and my mom, we were super, super duper close. And, you know, me and my sister, it's like 
you know, she was doing her own thing. I was doing my own thing. And it, we just had our, we just had our own lives. But with my mom, like she, I would definitely consider her my best friend because our family, we had such, we have such a weird family. It's, it's very, very hard to describe because our family was very, because I'm Puerto Rican. So we had a very like traditional Puerto Rican family. But I was kind of like the outlier because I, like, I don't really consider myself a religious person, unlike a lot of the other people in my family, which are, which is okay. You know, I've, I've come to, I've come to grips with that. And I wouldn't say that I'm religious, but I'm very spiritual. So I, for me, I kind of take my ideas and my beliefs from different religions. So... Yeah, obviously, you know, there's some from Christianity, you know, Buddhists, Hinduists, you know, even like Unitarian, pretty much just a little bit of a little bit of everything. Because I feel like everybody, everybody has something right, but I don't think no, anybody has the full like grasp of it. If that, if that makes sense, I really hope it does, but like growing up too, I I pretty much loved three things. Like I love music, love gaming, and I love wrestling. Like wrestling was my huge passion. It still is to this day. Like I still remember my first wrestling show I ever went to was Survivor Series 89. And I totally just dated myself right there, but Survivor Series 89, that was a first show I ever went to. I actually went with my dad and we had a blast. You know, we went to the Royal Rumble, which was in Orlando in nineteen ninety. We even went to we even went to WrestleMania six in Toronto, the one with Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. It was amazing. And sometimes like if I get like super sentimental, I'll go on a WWE network and just watch some of those shows all over again and it kind of it kind of takes me back because there's a lot of those moments that I do remember live which was super you know which is super cool and then also like with music too because with music because I listen I listen to a lot of different kinds of music I would say though mostly metal and that's something that a lot of people in my family obviously didn't listen to they listened to a lot of like pop spanish music you know i know like my mom and my aunt like they grew up listening to the beatles and stuff so but i like a lot of stuff you know like like slipknot i have been absolutely obsessed with the new slipknot record we are not your kind that has been on repeat for me i feel like like before i go into work i have a little bit of time before i go in so like i pop in my earbuds either listen to some Slipknot or some Rammstein or actually it's funny too because I've kind of gotten into Rammstein a little bit more uh especially since my current manager right now is from is from Germany she's from actually East Germany from Berlin 
So I don't know. I don't. Maybe that's the reason why I've been listening to so much Rammstein. But uh, it's a lot of like older stuff, like Rosenrod and uh, Sensuked and Herzlehide, like those albums, masterpieces, absolute masterpieces. Um, I would say though, probably favorite band of all time, definitely Fear Factory. I have seen them more times than I can count. And apparently they're coming back. If they do, let's go. Um, that's like insta buy for me. Like, also with Static X, like their Static X is coming to Tampa in a couple months, and you best believe I'm gonna be there. That's for sure, cause I loved Static X growing up too. It's been 20 years since Wisconsin Death Trip. That just blows my mind. Um. I mentioned too that I love gaming. Obviously, I still obviously I still do. Um, I grew up. We we had two consoles, so we had an Atari twenty six hundred, and we had an NES. I absolutely loved my NES. Like that was that was at my home. The twenty six hundred was at my aunt's house, and. For some reason, like, I actually really like playing bowling on the 2600. If you've ever tried it, it is so simplistic. But, I mean, it was it was fun. It, you, didn't, you didn't have to have anything flashy. It's, with the 2600, you really had to use your imagination, which I think actually kind of helps to this day because I'm, you know, I kind of think outside the box. And that's kind of what you had to do when you were playing 2600 games because... Obviously, the graphics weren't there. NES, whole different story, though. Like, I used to play Mario 3, Mega Man 2. Those are those are like, my main games that I played because I actually had, like, the cartridges for those games. Now, you know, with, like, ROMs and, you know, with retro gaming making a comeback, I'm starting to, like, catch up on all these games, you know, that I've missed. Like, I've actually done um, a couple, couple retro streams, which kind of leads me to my new point or not my new point but my next point I should say which is kind of what I do now because right now I'm doing a lot of game streaming like as a matter of fact after this podcast I'm going to be doing another stream on my Twitch channel which I'll give you all that information you know at the very end but like lately my main games have been Overwatch, Call of, Call of Duty. I've been playing Call of Duty since Black Ops 1, at least online. And we're now about to go into Modern Warfare, which I'm actually super excited about. Um, our CEO doesn't. <laughs> he's He keeps telling himself that he's not going to buy it, but day one... I'm gonna buy. It. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make sure that he buys it. So hopefully, I'm in open beta for that too. So I'll definitely be streaming some of that as well. Um, oh yeah, I mentioned the CEO, didn't I? So that kind of leads me to a whole different thing, which is uh, esports. So with esports, I and I actually tell you the story about how how I got to this point. So I I was at home one day 
I just finished a Twitch stream. And I noticed a lot of people talking about, like, stream teams and stuff like that. Because I noticed, like, sometimes when you go on Twitch, it'll say under where they have their the game that they're playing, it says team. So I was like, ooh, I wonder how you, how you do that. Like, can you just set up your own team? But I realized, like, in order to do that, one of the team members has to be a Twitch partner, which those are, like, you know, you have to, like, have at minimum, like, 75 concurrent viewers. And you can't, like, you can apply to be a Twitch partner, but there's no guarantee you're going to be accepted. Like, affiliate's different. Like, once you hit affiliate, like, once you meet the goals for affiliate, you're you're automatically invited into the program and you have your choice whether you want to accept it or not. So, randomly, after I finished that stream, I posted on Twitter, I was like, hey, is, you know, is anybody looking for a stream team? Because, obviously, I wanted to, I wanted to build my brand. Because that, that's what I took a lot of time doing, is kind of building my own brand. And it's awesome, dude. I will shout him out right now. David Hooper, you are awesome. I love you to death, brother. He reached out to me. He's like, or he replied to my tweet. And he's like, he's like, hey, check out our organization, Tormatic Gaming. And, and I did. So I, I just reached out to him. I was literally at, um, at a restaurant, uh, not at a restaurant, but at a grocery store. It's kind of like Whole Foods in Tampa. It's called Earth Fair. Super awesome. If you live in the Tampa area, go check it out. Um, I was at the one on Dale Mabry. And I was just talking with him via DM. And I had a really good conversation, which turned out to be with uh, the CEO, Axelson. And, and I was in. I went in as a streamer. I was doing pretty much daily to, uh, yeah, probably daily or like five to six days a week streaming. And I would stream for hours, like maybe like two, three, four. I think the longest stream I ever did was like an eight-hour stream, which was a marathon, that's for sure. But... I loved it. Like, I was in their Discord channel all the time. Like, I pretty much ate, slept, and breathed Tormatic during that time. And, I mean, honestly, I still do. <laughs> because uh, I'm, no, I'm not on their stream team anymore. Like, I still stream for them. Or still stream with them, I should say. Like, I still represent them. But I'm actually their marketing director now because there's a lot of talents that I have when it comes to graphic design. I'm not trying to boast myself, but I mean, I'm pretty good at what I do because I do graphic design at work too. And that's not even my role, but I do it because I have a passion for it and I love it. And and that kind of kind of boils down to why I'm doing stuff like this because I have I have a passion for it and I love everything that I do like when it comes to it I can be creative like Photoshop gives me the freedom to kind of put my ideas and 
put my creativity into a medium that has no boundaries, which is why I do it. And I did a complete overlay for them. I still do. I'm starting to do graphics for some of the team members because uh, we have a Call of Duty team. We have a Gears of War team. We have an Apex Legends team. We have a Fortnite team. I mean, we're going to grow. We're going to skyrocket. And a lot of that has to do has to do with Axelson. Like, he's his passion, I have never seen somebody so passionate about something and pretty much going full bore on something so hard at it's like at that point it would be a shock if it wasn't absolutely successful which is crazy i mean i love the dude to death like i talk to him literally every single day and He's definitely somebody, you know, somebody that inspires me. Now, kind of going, taking us a little bit of a step back, though. So, with the time that I had, that four months, like, kind of building, you know, kind of building myself, like, kind of keeping my time occupied uh, between Twitch and YouTube, uh, which I have a YouTube channel as well, which is now partnered thanks to some amazing people. So everybody, like my 1,600 subscribers that I have on YouTube right now, thank you so much for subscribing. For anybody that follows me on social media, for example, thank you for you know for following my journey. If you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening to this. Like We're at 22 minutes right now. And if you've made it this far... Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I hope you keep joining me on this ride because it's only going to go up from here. So I think I need to kind of go back a little bit because we've talked about a lot of stuff that I've done in the last four months or so. But I need to talk about why I had that block of time for the last four months. And... It kind of goes back to something that happened five years ago. Now, five years ago, I can, I will give you the exact, I can tell you the exact minute to the minute that my entire life changed. It was March the 14th, March the 15th, 2014 at 101 p.m. At that moment, my whole life changed. Now, I mentioned to you earlier that my mom was the closest person in my life. She always has been. And for the last year before that date, she had been battling stage 4 ovarian cancer. And... I try to take care of her the best that I can. I try to cheer her up. I went to as many doctor's appointments as I could. I followed up with all the doctors. I wanted as much information as possible because I was at the... When it comes down to it, I was not ready to lose her. 
So I was willing to do whatever it took to keep her on this earth. And on March 15th, 2014, at 101 p.m., she left this earth. And ever since then, I had become a completely changed person. When it first happened, I I was just in shock, I think. All of our family was in shock. And we didn't really know, like, I didn't really know what to do at that point. Because this person that molded me, that guided me, that took care of me, was now gone. And... And it wasn't that I, like, depended on her. Like, I wasn't the type of person... I'm not the type of person to take advantage of somebody else. Like, I, that's not in my nature. But she gave me a lot of guidance. She, she didn't tell you what you wanted to hear. She told you what you needed to hear. And ever since then... I kind of I kind of strayed away from everything that she had taught me. And I got into this major depression that I really couldn't dig myself out of. Like it was just getting worse and worse and worse to a point where I mean there was a couple times where I thought about just like just ending it all. Like, I didn't, like, I felt like I had no direction. I felt like I had, I felt like I was just a being just floating in space with nowhere to go and nothing to, you know, no hope, nothing to live for. And luckily, my mom's hospice had offered uh, grief counseling. And it definitely, it definitely helped, like, in the short term. They gave you a year of grief counseling and no charge, which was amazing. I had an amazing counselor named Betsy, who I still try to keep in contact with to this day. Um, she was super-duper awesome. She kind of guided me and kind of pushed me and made me kind of realize what was going on and kind of the stages of it all and you know it's kind of going from there and I did fine for a while and then when I moved back down here because I had when I was up there when I left I had an amazing job like I used to work for the Apple store we had we had a family at that Apple store. And I was so like sad to leave that family. Even though I was transferring to a new store, it it was changed. Like it just felt different. Like don't get me wrong, I still I still love the people at the store I worked at in Tampa and I still talk to some of them to this day, but it just it just wasn't the same. And that's when the depression really, really set in. Because 
I had, I mean, I was in the room when my mom passed away. And it got to a point where where it was just getting so, so unbearable that I didn't even want to wake up. And when I was, when I was at work, like at the job I have now and in the position I have now, like it was just one day, like just one day in April. And I thought, like I thought everything we're just going to come crashing down around me. Like, I had that feeling. Like, I was going through constant panic attacks. Like, multiple times a day. Like, I'm talking, like, maybe 10 to 15 a day. And I left work one night. You know, I said bye. It was on a Thursday. I said bye, and I was like, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And in the back of my mind, I'm kind of thinking, will I? It's like, am I even going to be here tomorrow? Because that's how bad it was. I thought I was going to end it all that that night. Or just not even, just try to make it so I wouldn't wake up the next day. And that scared me to death. It was kind of that, it's almost like that night when I got home, I felt my mom with me and I'm like no I I need to get help so luckily with my company the amazing company that they are um worked with them I actually got the time off that I needed to you know to get help like I'm seeing a psychiatrist seeing a therapist I still see them to this day I'm actually seeing my therapist on Wednesday um they have been absolutely crucial to my recovery. If it wasn't for them, and if it wasn't for other people in my life, I would not be at this point. Do you think, like, if you would have told me, just going back in time, if you would have told me on January 1st, 2019... Where would I be at one thirty one PM on August I don't even know what day it is. August the eighteenth. One thirty one PM on August the eighteenth, twenty nineteen. If you would have told me that at that point at that moment in time, you'd be sitting in front of your laptop, recording a podcast, having a website, having a merch shop. Being a YouTube partner, being a Twitch affiliate, being a marketing director for an esports org, and excelling in your job at work, I would have told you you were out of your mind. I would have probably asked what drugs you were on, and I probably would have asked for some, to be honest. I wouldn't have believed it. But here we are. And... Even when you're at your lowest of lows, you know, people, some people will tell you, you know, it's just a phase, just get over it. But I feel like when it comes to the stigma on mental health, that's something that definitely, 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 definitely needs to be erased. And we, 
I'm hoping that conversations like this can, and hopefully with uh, other future future episodes and future conversations and blogs that I put on my website and, or, you know, different things. Like I hope other people can have the courage to share some of their stories because I feel like that's something that needs to be done. Like talking about things helps. It really, really does. And I am so happy now, like, because I feel like for the first time in six, in five to six years, because I've dealt with other stuff in between then too. Not just my, not, this is not just all because of my mom. You know, I lost, I've lost friends. I've lost an uncle and and my grandma. I've had a major car accident. All of that I've dealt with in the last five years. And I overcame all that to be at the point where I am today. And that's going to be my goal with this podcast. Because obviously, you know, we're not going to talk about mental health or anything like that on on each show. But the fact of the matter is, is that nobody has had a perfect life. We've all had struggles. We've all had our lows, but we've had our highs. And I'm hoping that with some of the guests and some of the stories that we share, we can kind of inspire other people that may be going down that same path or just might just feel unmotivated to say, hey, look at all, look at everything that everyone has been through. And look at what they're accomplishing today. So that's my that's my end goal with this show. And whether it's three episodes, whether it's just one episode, whether it's 200 episodes, I want to make sure that that is conveyed in the best way possible. Now... I know we're going to be, I'm going to be wrapping this up, um, in just a, just a few minutes, but I just kind of want to go over like what, what the progression is going to be like. So it's not going to be a necessarily weekly show or bi-weekly or monthly. It's just going to be kind of, kind of as it goes. So I have a few guests lined up right now. Um, I have maybe four already that I'm, that I pretty much have confirmations from that will, that will record with me, which I am super excited about. There's a couple people in particular where we're going to have, we're going to have some fun conversations. That's for sure. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to work on it with them. We're going to get the scheduling down and hopefully bring you guys some, you know, some amazing shows. Now, if you just want to keep, I would say the best way to kind of keep up on everything is just by going to my website, which is at djstarion.com. Over there, like I'll have, I have a page specifically for this podcast where you should be able to go and listen to it. Uh, hope 
I'm going to kind of play around with that a little bit just to make sure. Um, but that's where you can also find all the links to my Twitch channel, to my Mixer channel, which I do stream on there. I'm going to try streaming on there more now um, since I feel like they're going to kind of kind of rise up a little bit, especially with them getting Ninja now. Um, there's also, you'll have find the links to all of my social medias, including my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, my YouTube channel. Uh, my YouTube channel, I do a lot of vlogs on there too. Uh, most of them are Disney related, but I'm going to try and branch out a little bit more. But chances are a lot of them are going to be Disney related. So if you, if you like Disney World, definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel because you'll find a lot of good stuff in there. Um, it's, it's just like how I am now, you know, I'm, I'm not that type of person that kind of puts on a facade for entertainment. What you see on my Twitch stream, what you get on my YouTube vlogs, that's me. Like there's no, there's no like sugarcoating for the camera or anything like that. Or, you know, trying to be entertaining. You're just getting the real me. If you see me outside, that's exactly how I am right now. So, like, with me recording this podcast, I just have, it's, I don't have a script. I'm just, I have a layout of what I wanted to talk about, and I just, just go with it, you know? So, I really hope that you kind of enjoyed this story, and hopefully you subscribe to this podcast, and as we kind of continue that journey on that you enjoy it that you know you get something out of it and if you get something out of it then you know i want to hear from you too because i want to i want to know like if it's something that impacts you i w- i want to be able to kind of to kind of celebrate that, you know? So like I said, if you want more information, just go to my website, djstarion.com. But this has actually been a lot of fun recording this. I know I feel like I've talked for like 45 minutes already, which is which is crazy. Because like I said, that's not something that I would have done a few months ago. But until next time, my family, my friends... I hope if you're listening to this at night, have yourself an awesome week, an awesome day tomorrow. If you're listening to this in the morning, maybe you're listening to it on your ride to work. Uh, Have a great day doing whatever it is that you do. Celebrate it. And before I go, I'm going to ask you guys to do one favor for me. When you go to bed every night, think, kind of reflect on your day. Think about something good that really happened that day and take that positive energy and take it over to the next day and just keep doing that. You'll have a fun ride. Anyways, guys, have a good day. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, I will catch you on the flip side. Peace. Oh,